and then when I got to SF State, I did my senior thesis on Asian American identity and resistance in hip hop. Um, so basically forming a framework of how to discuss Asian American identity around the framework of hip hop as a vehicle for social justice. That was hip hop blogger Joy Ng. I'm Jeff, and this is Storied San Francisco. Every week on this podcast, you'll hear from writers, photographers, bartenders, and San Franciscans from all walks of life, telling stories, sharing personal histories, and trying to put into words what makes this city so special. Welcome to episode 32, part two. In part one, Joy talked about some of the schools she went to in different neighborhoods, her time at SF State, and changing her college major. In this podcast, Joy discusses various aspects of her critical work involving hip-hop, including using the art form as a vehicle for social justice and resistance. Here's Joy. It started when I was a kid. Um, so when, when I was way younger in, in high school, I met a crew of b-boys at, in my high school who used to practice in the hallways. I thought it was the coolest thing. They taught me, um, you know, how to do graffiti um, and, and, and draw still. So... Um, yeah, through that and like dance, I also tried to be girl for like a few months and it's really hard. So I kind of gave up, but I've always admired what they do and I always supported them at like events and stuff like that. So over the years, I was just a really enthusiastic spectator of the b-boy world. And yeah, and then that, that also led to listening to more and more hip hop as well. So I listened to like Talib Kweli and Common and Queen Latifah, Missy Elliott, especially Missy Elliott growing up. Um, and then like groups like TLC. So heavily being heavily inspired by them during the 90s and 2000s and, you know, being around like the b-boy crews it was just um something that was really memorable to me because they were also another you know safe space it was like an activity to to do and partake in and then when i got to sf state i did my senior thesis on asian american identity and resistance in hip-hop um so basically forming a framework of how to discuss asian american identity around the framework of hip-hop as a vehicle for social justice um and how asian americans fit within that and how our artists um much like ruby abara can use music as a way to spread messages about community social justice and bring awareness to different things that are happening do, do you see some hip-hop artists here um actively taking part in a in a in a in a resistance and like you know in in as many words like you know be, being yeah. let me take a stab at that that's a very loaded question uh, just to to backtrack on that, um, I think my particular interest in in hip hop and social justice kind of goes back to the birthplace of hip hop and the conditions that that gave birth to hip hop, which were, um, you know, housing crises, um, violence, gang violence um, in the Bronx, and when you know we put together a timeline, side by side timeline of, um, you know, those conditions that gave way to hip hop and the conditions on the West Coast at the same time that we're fighting for the I Hotel on the West Coast in the 70s was the same time that the Bronx was burning. Um, and and those those were kind of like the beginnings of addressing issues in the Bronx of, you know, housing and violence and all those things and how groups use music and dance to come together and and to stop the violence and to bring peace to communities so i think that's where 
that's where my focus is on the crux of you know where struggle kind of gives way to a bigger than all of us kind of thing like a, a unified um a more of a unified uh way of you know seeing things building so, community yeah, and building something community, that right. people can relate to yeah definitely i've always understood hip-hop as building something out of nothing like even when you have nothing you're able to create something out of it a song dance whatever um and i think that's why it's always been so powerful to me um so also what i mean with sampling yeah. to being such a big part of it that's kind of taking what's there Taking what's already there. Yeah, definitely. And, and adding, recreating. And, and, yes, definitely. Um, so, yeah, to um, to jump to the next part of your question, which is... Uh, <laughs> which artists, I don't even remember the, <laughs> Artists that, that I cover or, you know, that I uh, work with in San Francisco, I have a very particular niche of um, wanting to... Or examining artists that um, bring to the table... A certain conversation about their ethnicity or about Asian American experiences, um, and also um, have some kind of connection to community. So my research in particular really focuses on the impact that an Asian American artist can have on community, and that is basically a mix of all these particular ingredients. Um, and so for for artists in San Francisco who are doing this work there are plenty there's ogs like equipto who are very um loud and outspoken about police brutality and protecting black and brown youth um and there are also other artists who do it through dance and fundraising um name drop for me um and for the list. there's there's so many um but that's fine i got no i got <laughs> yeah i would love to send you a list after this that's cool uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd love to um but yeah there are there are a lot of artists um local and and also um you know all across the west coast who share similar experiences um so i think that also having shared experiences in um the asian american experience whether that's your ethnic experience or experience with police brutality or other th those things like that um as Asian Americans, as people of color, I think there's a certain um, baseline to our sh similarities. And I think that's that's what hits the hardest when it comes to hip hop. And that's that's where we find our connection is that there is a certain shared language of struggle and creating something out of nothing. Um, so, yeah, that's that's kind of like where I put my magnifying glass in my research um, to see, you know, how like artists like Ruby Ibarra, like how does her music impact um you know young filipino american women and how do they connect to it and how do they see their community differently after attending a show or listening to her music and that's the kind of impact that i want to examine i would think like just so much empowerment when i see when i've seen ruby like i get chills i get goosebumps because yeah. i'm like thinking about the younger I, I look around and like there's i mean there's kids as like little as five yeah. maybe years old and you can just tell that they're making that connection yeah and it's beautiful because like we we see those um those impacts not only in music but also in education so there are things like rock the school bells conference uh with nate novato and skyline college um that have been doing this for over a decade and they put together this annual conference uh with educators and youth from all over the bay area and they talk about how hip-hop can be used as a tool in the classroom um to to teach um so there's there's a lot to be learned from um in hip-hop um, and from our own communities. So when we put those things together, it's like, you know, what, what can we make of it? Um, how do we create more 
out of what we already have. What are you excited about next? Like what's coming up that you're, that you're stoked for? And it could be any, you know, it could be like next week or in the summer or whatever. Um, upcoming next, um, shows, records, events. Hmm. Um, so we've been talking about Ruby Barra a lot. We gush about her a lot. And um, she has shared that she's dropping a new album this year. So I'm excited for that. Um, do you know when? Offhand? I could look it up, but do you know when that's No, I have no idea. Hopefully she'll Does announce she know? it soon. Okay, she doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully she'll announce it soon, but yeah. I'm always excited to see what she'll do next. Um, and let's see. There, I'm Personally, I'm working on two essays I've been working on for the last year actually i've been taking a break here and there but i'm working on two essays the first of uh which is uh b-boys and gentrification in san francisco so which is exploring how uh b-boys and b-girls um are how do how are they attached to space and how do they how do they thrive in dis- like despite of space being taken away so in terms of gentrification closing down certain dance spaces in san francisco um how how does the b-boy community react to that how do they continue to thrive in san francisco um and the second essay is a more a culminating uh look at ruby abara's um kind of trajectory after she dropped circa 91 um and the impact that she's had on the community so far so directly taking from that magnifying glass that i like to examine on those impacts that will be um kind of the essay the kind of essay that will be coming out about ruby's trajectory before we wrap anything obvious that i missed or anything you you want to talk about um I mean, thank you for having me. It's great to <laughs> of course, it's great of to um, to be able to share ideas and stuff. I think as um, as a writer, sometimes we don't. I don't. I've, I don't feel like I I'm regarded as a hip hop artist, but as a documentarian, as a writer, I feel it's important to um, write down important moments in our in our history, hip hop history, Asian American history, um, in our communities. So this is a great way to you know share that knowledge and get folks involved. Um, but yeah, if people want to work with me, I'm more than open to it. So yeah, thank you for having me. That was Joy Ng. Join us next week when we'll hear from artist William Rhodes. Music for the podcast is by Otis McDonald. Film photography is by Michelle Kilfeather. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to learn about some of the stuff we do besides the podcast. Find the 80-plus episodes on our website, storiedsf.com, which is also where you can go to pledge your support for what we do. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review the show for us. Send comments or suggestions to storiedsf at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.